Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the second runner-up of Invicta, Mary, about following in her friend's footsteps and experiencing Alliance from the inside. This is part one. I'm joined today by the second runner-up, third-place finisher, and finalist from Invicta Alliance's eighth season, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi! It's lovely to have you and get to talk to you through the season. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, it will be all vibes, no knowledge. All vibes, no knowledge. That is the motto on this episode. Uh, so I guess before we actually get into Invicta, uh, I'm curious in your own words, what kind of, if you could just kind of go through how you got into orgs in general, how you found Alliance, the people, you know, who've played Alliance, who played Alliance before you did and and the general, uh, feelings you had about watching them play. Yeah. So, um, during COVID, my college's board game club went on to Discord and Bird found this bot to add to our Discord called Epic RPG. Uh, and Jessica went out into the Epic RPG community and found a friend there uh, named Banjo. Um, goes by lots of other names, but at the time we went by banjo in in discord um and banjo introduced jessica jessica to um alliance so during alliance's fifth season jessica played and and told us to come watch her play uh this thing called an org that i had no idea what that was i joined a server what's a server the only thing i'm in on discord is our is our board game club group um but bird joined first and then told me that these people are voting jessica out of their game and i was like well now i have to watch these evil people um so i started watching um summit the fifth season around jessica's vote out um and you know, with not having much to do because it was COVID, I became instantly hooked. Um, the people of Summit uh, were just great characters, even if they were evil people who voted my friend out. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Jessica said, oh, you should apply. And I was like, mm, not yet. Um, <clears throat> and then Bird applied and they played and I was like, all right, I guess it's my turn. So during uh, Nexus Park uh, is when I applied and decided that I was going to have um, my turn. And somewhere in there, um, somewhere in there, mostly during high seas, uh, there was this guy in the chat named Ari. You might be familiar with him. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
we started dating and now we live together and have a life. So that's that's my Alliance community experience. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as someone who didn't know what anything about orgs, were you, how familiar were you with the show Survivor? Um, not very. I mean, I knew what it was because um, my, like, cousin's family um, had had experience with it. My cousin's, my cousin's wife's sister, who sounds like someone I don't know very well, but, like, someone I know, um, she was on it. And my cousin's wife was, like, her loved one who went to visit. And I remember... My cousin and his wife came to visit, and she was so tired. And they were like, oh, it's just jet lag. And I was like, (laughs) jet lag? She's just from the East Coast, but whatever. But then as the season is airing, they're like, oh, yeah, she went to go visit her sister in Fiji, and that's why she was so tired when she came. So I watched, you know, a little bit of um, Ko Rong. I watched, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. Carrie visit her sister um, I watched a little bit of her sister, but otherwise I had no familiarity with Survivor. I have since been watching the past two seasons, three seasons, but at the time had no familiarity with Survivor or <laughs> Orgs or Discord. So it was a whole brand new world. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess as you're watching uh, the, uh, <laughs> I guess the, secondary asp, uh, parts of Summit after Jessica gets eliminated when you watch High Seas Nexus Park um, and uh, you know Alliance isn't a one for one with Survivor but obviously takes very 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 heavy inspiration from the show what aspects of it were you excited for as a player um I was excited for the challenges I had during Nexus Park and maybe High Seas tested some challenges. Um, And so I was really excited to just do the challenges and like, you know, y'all always come up with really creative stuff. And so I was excited for the challenges. I was excited to meet new people, um, but I was not excited for anything to do with the voting. So I just like put that on my head and pretended that wasn't going to happen. And then it, you know, did happen because that's Survivor, but... Yeah, I was excited for the challenges, and I was just excited to, like, meet new people. Okay, okay. I think that's pretty in line with a a lot of people's experiences. I can't recall the last person I talked to where I asked a question like that, and they were like, oh, I really want to vote people out. (laughs) It's not really the first thing that people think of. Um, Was the last person you talked to who said that, Bird? Bird, I love you. (laughs) It might have been. I don't know. Um... So, okay, so yes, you applied uh, right around the start of Nexus Park on the calendar. Um, According to this, it was the end of September. And Invicta took place in late, started in late January and ran into like mid to late February. Um, And so, yeah, so we were like, yeah, of course. We loved Jessica. We loved Bird. You've been great in the lounge. Like, there was no doubt that you would be cast, pretty much. Uh, 
which is kind of i mean kind of true for everyone who applies for the most part um so you get cast for invicta uh one of the first seasons i think where we really struggled for applications i know we kind of reached out to the vips um to get them to kind of get us over the last hurdle to get to a number we were comfortable with which ends up being 14 people so uh, invicta uh, at the time matched our smallest cast yet tying with uh chattern our second season which was also 14 people that season we started with two tribes of seven and merged at nine uh or no merged at eight and the jury started at nine this season was a little different um we didn't have any tribes you were all together on one quote-unquote beach um playing an individual game from day one you could dm the other 13 people that were playing freely and in the quote-unquote pre-merge portion of the season it wasn't a tribe versus tribe situation it was all right we're going to either let you do thing do things individually or we're going to put you into smaller groups and some number of people will be safe and not attend tribal and some number of people will um so it's a bit very different um perhaps the most unique format for a season we've had to date um and so i i guess before before we get into like the cast itself like that twist that setup um what were your kind of reactions to it so my first reaction was well if it's like this that gives me a chance to go immediately into my confessional request a dm with everyone and therefore have the most request like the highest number of requested dms ever and i think like i wasn't really doing math right because like there have been swaps on other seasons and like that's not really how math works but i was like i am gonna do this i'm gonna have the most requested dms um and then yeah i remember it was funny because you were like these seven people which i was a part of are on this tribe Megasa, right that was our <laughs> yes and these seven people are on Megasa, and i was like oh my god ah! but yeah i think the only thought i had about it was well now i could try and request the most dms channels ever <laughs> that's that's accurate <laughs> that's very I mean, true the numbers the numbers didn't work but that was my thought um yeah at the time the first person to request dms with everyone else in invicta tied the record for number of dms created with zach from high seas um but that number would later become eclipsed in when academy happened because there were so many people yeah yeah um it's uh simultaneously um hilarious and unsurprising that this was one of your first thoughts given your connection with bird <laughs> yeah i bet that yeah yeah um <laughs> that's great uh so <laughs> what were the so after that what were the thoughts about just like i don't know trying to 
because I guess up to this point, you'd only seen the game played as a tribal game in the pre-merge portion. Uh, Bird Season did not have swaps. Uh, High Season Summit both did. So this there, there, there could not be swaps, obviously, this season, given the circumstances in the same way. So, like, how do you... Did that kind of make, a, ask you to recontextualize anything you kind of came into the game expecting to do or think or how you were going to act? I don't think so. I think it made me um, want to, like, talk to more people. I was like, well, I have to talk to everyone and I'm going to be friends with everyone. And I think, like, early on, I really, like, that was really my goal. I was like, I'm going to talk to everyone. I'm going to be friends with every single person on this tribe. Um, and so that was like kind of overwhelming because there were so many people on, uh, said tribe, but yeah, I don't think it recontextualized anything except that I just had more people to talk to. Okay. Uh, how, how, how many people is 13 people to talk to? (laughs) Um, well, or, or I guess really respond much and i was already comfortable with becky so it didn't feel like talking to a new person mm-hmm. and emily i thought emily was the other emily so like i thought i wasn't talking to a new person i kind of was because she wasn't <laughs> the other emily mm-hmm. people felt like an overwhelming people amount of people to talk to especially like good night and good morning messages i was just like night good morning like it was a lot of 13 people is a lot of people to talk to but not the most people because like there were some people who didn't respond and like becky i already knew um so yeah okay that's fair uh so yeah so you knew becky um prior to the season she'd obviously been in the lounge since the beginning and um was another was another person who kind of approached this the season's application as like well i think it's finally time for me to do this yeah um so the rest of the cast, uh, we mentioned a couple already um, that played with you were Dum Dum, Emily, Heidi, Hudson, Jathan, Kev, Madison, Nick, Nivy, Ryan, Toga, and Will. Um, yeah. I, so well, and Heidi, of course, I knew from other servers like uh, Lola's server. I knew Heidi as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everyone else was brand new. Yes. Okay. And then, let's see. As it would come to be understood, um, and I don't know if there was a particular point during the season when you made this realization or when it happened, but uh, Dum Dum is the sister of Shan, who won Jessica's season. Yes. And, and Toga is the sister of Brandon, who won Academy and played in the first season, Discordia. Yes, I think I realized that, well, Toga said her brother played, and I was like, oh, who is it? And she goes, well, he didn't do very well. (laughs) And I was like, okay, yeah, but who is it? And then she's like, it's Brando. And I was like, oh my god, Brando! And then Dum Dum, I think, was later. I also thought Dum Dum was a man for most of her time in the game which i'm sorry about it literally says pronouns like right in the cast channel but i'm um, a dum-dum sometimes so (laughs) but i remember specifically learning that togo was brando's sister but i don't 
remember the moment that I learned that Dum Dum was Shan's sister. Mm-hmm. But I do remember knowing that. Like, mm-hmm. at some point in the season, I remember knowing it. But I don't remember when I learned it. Okay. Uh, out of all these people that you were meeting for the first time, um, who kind of... I don't know. Who were you? How, how, what were the vibes like? Who who had positive vibes? Who maybe didn't? Um. So I. The thing is, like, I really struggle with like social cue, like social things. So like, no one had negative vibes, and maybe they were like trying to give me negative vibes, <laughs> but like, I just didn't really realize any negative vibes. Like, I, I don't know when people. Well, later in the season, there were some times when I knew people were trying to be mean slash negative to me. But at this point, like, for most of the season, like, I don't really realize when people are trying to, like, be negative to me. But I do remember Will having really positive vibes because I was in the process of reading Percy Jackson for the first time, which I've since read, like, six more times. But, um, and he was a Percy Jackson fan. So I remember Will having positive vibes. Um, and that's all I remember of, like, I want to be on the same tribe as this person because of this one reason. And I don't really remember anything else. And I remember Becky having positive vibes because hashtag bring back Becky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I guess in short, uh, it sounds like you had a fairly reasonable cast of fun, good people and there were no problems and it was a great time um at this point yes great awesome uh so that brings us into the first event of the season uh the theming of the season was modeled after the olympics so the reason everyone on the cast was individual in a sense was that you're each representing your own country and so the very first thing you, we asked you to do was create that country within the world of Alliance. And in the process of this, you would kind of jump around through the different sub-channels and use specific commands and it would tell you what to do. And it would ask you various generic and, and simple questions about this country you're creating. Uh, you had to come up with its name and its favorite color and its favorite food and its season slash country. Uh, continent uh how big it was what language it was etc 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 and then uh you had to draw like a map or a flag for it and at the end of this you would we we compiled all of these and presented them to our vips of that season and they voted on them with the top three overall getting some bonus points in the first immunity event you created ivaria yes tell me about ivaria and why you created it the way you did so my okay so the first thing i'll th- say is that i really should have known this is on me this is not on anyone else i really should have known having watched alliance so many times that i could go beyond just the questions and this is on me that i didn't realize that that but i didn't realize at the time that i could go beyond the questions. so i think that was my big disappointment was not having realized that i could have written way more i think i could have written something really good but I just didn't realize it, which having seen Alliance and no Alliance, like that's totally on me. But I think that was like hard for me realizing that I should have done that. But if I remember correctly, my, so my nephew Henry had just been born 
He's now a big boy. He's like 20 <laughs> months old. He's now like a full grown adult. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, but his cousins on his, so he's my brother's kid. His cousins on, on his mom's side were born two days after him. And they have, so Henry like is a good name. They have names that are Ivor and Nash and like full offense. Those are not good names. Like Ivor and Nash have a brother whose name is Alfie. Like that's really cute. But Ivor and Nash are just like, I do not like them as names. And like, okay, now that they're older and they're Nashy Poo and little Ivor, like they're really fucking cute. But at the time I was like, oh my God, these are the dumbest names I've ever heard. But you know, I don't think that anymore. I have become a less judgmental person over the last two years and the babies are really, really cute. Um, but so I was like, I'm going to do this. I considered for a while. So I was working at a middle school in Wyoming. I considered for a while having my students come up, help me come up with, but all they came up with was blobfishes. And I'm like, eh, I'm not in a blobfish mood. So yeah, it was named after the child of my nephew's cousin on their other side, who is now just such a cute baby. Um, but... Yeah, and I think I wish I had done more with it, but I was really proud of the flag. I think I was one of the only people who, like, not into a computer-generated image for, for like, a computer, like, uh, like a... Mm-hmm. I was the only one who did a physical copy of the flag. Yes, your flag's great. Thank you. I was trying to see... So, yeah, one. that. It looks like you are... There was the only, only one other person did a... A hand-drawn one, which yeah. was Caravere. I don't really need that. Um, but no, yeah, uh, I. <laughs> that's a good. Um, it's true, right? Like, there's when you look at some of the other submissions, um, it's definitely clear that there were a lot of people who kind of took everything at face value, and you know, favorite sport, tennis. Favorite sport, fencing. Favorite sport, kickball um you know here's just an animal i like red fox peacock tiger uh etc and um but then there were as you kind of said a couple of people who did kind of go beyond the question and their own narrative lore and history of the place they were in um one of the ones that i really liked uh, did in the vip group uh, which was not by width but by height and so it is like the elevation of it is insanely high and so though the continent is spring-based where it exists because it's so tall the higher you get it becomes like a winter climate i thought that was really cool i think it's based on an actual like anime thing which would be in line yeah. with toga but like i'm really into it i thought it was neat um that, despite your um regret i suppose over how you over how creative you ended up being with ivaria uh you got one first place vote two one second place vote and two third place votes for a score of seven uh which was middle of the pack or so yeah not bad yeah i mean i like Hindsight is twenty twenty. I was really worried about it at the time because of that good old rejection-sensitive dysphoria, <laughs> which will come up a lot as we continue talking about the season. But you know, I'm I'm okay with it. 
good 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 all right so uh ultimately here it's ryan who gets first place dum dum who gets second and hudson who gets third the three of them will have small boosts to their scores in the first immunity event uh which is the next thing that happens so as you have probably seen given that you've spectated two and a half seasons of alliance prior to this first immunity challenge is pretty much a 24-hour challenge with some some various stipulations and other minor tweaks that we make to it each time around in your in your season uh this was the facilities tour where once within each hour uh we would send we would give you a command and a channel to use it in and the speed with which you were able to get to that channel and use that command determined how many points you got faster was more uh you could do this 18 times out of the 24 hours within this challenges runtime but we would only count the top 12 so you could only do 12 of them if you really wanted to and if they were fast enough uh yeah the top three from the previous from the reward challenge would get 15 10 and 5 additional points uh on top of whatever they scored in this so uh 24 hour challenge how how do we feel about that just in general so i think this is the first time that i really realized that holy shit we're not on tribes because, you know, I'd seen, I really, I guess really only two previous seasons coming for our challenge, but, you know, being able to be like, okay, I'll be up from this hour to this hour, I'll be up from this hour to this hour, like, I don't know, I think I was expecting that, and then it being all me, I think I stayed up till, like, 2 a.m., which was very unlike me at the time and still very unlike me um so i think this was the first time when i realized oh my god like i can't i can't rely on anyone else like i can't plan that i could get maybe like six hours of sleep like no this is all me so i think there were a couple of us that stayed up that were up like i think there are people who woke up earlier but i know i was up till like two i think hudson was there with me so i remember staying up until i got 18 so i could be very comfortable that like i would be in a good place with this yes so it looks like we started the challenge at 1 p.m eastern and yeah uh you looks like you checked into the first 15 um that makes sense uh which would put you which the last one of those was at quarter to 4 (laughs) a.m eastern Okay, so, so quarter to my time. Yep. Yeah. And then you woke up and did the 9 o'clock or 7 a.m. one for you. And then you did yeah. the last two, the uh, 11 and 12 o'clock, 9 and 8, 10 o'clock ones for you. That makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah, no, this this is a very different uh, ball game when you don't have anyone else to uh, lean on to fill in the gaps. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so... It looks like we had one, two, three, eight, nine. Nine of the 14 of you uh, did 18 total check-ins. Four of the remaining five had at least 12. And uh, only one person didn't get it to 12, which was Nick, who had 11. Um, okay, yeah. And so it's interesting because, like, I remember when we were kind of creating this challenge that <clears throat> knowing how hard it would, like... Uh, we'd had challenges in the past i think uh in summit um summits was like this where and some of the earlier ones where we weren't really careful with the way we set up the rules uh 
where it would turn into this but on a tribal scale and so everyone was forced to kind of check in as often as they possibly could um and i think since then we kind of moved away from that hopefully so that it's not quite so demanding on each individual this feels like it was kind of but at the same time like we put a bunch of restrictions in place so that you weren't up for 24 hours straight yeah and i think one of the most interesting aspects of this was that you know so uh you got points on a scale based on how slow you you reacted to the prompt and so when you look at some of the earlier first like half dozen prompts um they're like the third hour of this challenge every single person responded to it so yeah one person responded to that prompt to get one point for that entry and when you look at the last like four or five prompts that happened in the challenge none of them have more than like six people who responded to them so yeah everyone front-loaded this challenge and for a couple people that was perfect because they were fast enough uh like hudson and toga and uh madison and yourself all did pretty well with the first half of this consistently but man there are a lot of people who could have waited <laughs> and if they'd done yeah. the morning ones the next day really improved uh their score i think but yeah it's hard to know hard to know <sighs> How did it feel as it kind of, I don't know, did you feel good about how you had done as it was kind of wrapping up? Yeah. I mean, I knew, like, I knew that I hadn't gotten a lot of, like, first places, but I knew that I had gotten a lot of, like, upper middle. Like, I knew I'd gotten a lot of, like, third through fifth um, places, like, as the challenge went on. Like, I knew I'd pretty consistently been third through fifth throughout almost every single one that I did. So I was pretty confident. I wasn't playing this to, like, somehow beat, you know, Ryan's 15 extra points. Um, But I knew, like, when I went to sleep and even when I woke up again, like, I knew that I had comfortably been in the top half of this challenge and I was not worried um, because I had been kind of consistently third through fifth, a little bit lower. But, yeah, I'd been pretty consistently good throughout all 18 of my check-ins so i was i was confident well good i'm sure that was a uh a load off <laughs> the back of the mind um <clears throat> in that sense and uh warranted uh you ended up with 143 points which was good enough for fourth place uh and this challenge we had the top seven were safe uh so ryan with his bonus points was able to just eke out first Hudson and Toga tied for second. You were fourth. Madison and Will tied for fifth. And Dum Dum filled in that last safe spot with seven. Uh, Yeah. So now we get into this other interesting aspect where you're safe. You were on the quote-unquote winning tribe in other terminology. But now you still coexist with everyone who's going there. You could, in theory, influence the outcome of the vote. Uh, either by what you say or what you do or whatever um so uh, you know when when you're in this situation how did you kind of approach it like did you want to be involved did you want to know what was happening were you more hands-off how did that kind of go 
Yeah, so I put out feelers just to, like, kind of figure out who it was. And at some point, not right before Tribal, but pretty close to Tribal, Kev told me that the vote was on Becky. And this incensed me. I was so angry. And, like, okay, fully accused me of metagaming, like, choosing someone I knew before. That is what I was doing. I was absolutely... I was incensed about this. Uh, And... But I had been talking to Becky earlier before this, and Becky was like, said something along the lines of, you gotta play your own game. And I was like, oh my god, like, I do have to play my own game. Like, I can't fully metagame and fully interfere for Becky. So I didn't really, like, I remember being in my confessional being like, oh my god, I want Becky. So I think I did kind of try and push back at Kev a little bit um, to say... Not Becky, but I didn't, I really didn't try that hard. But I was absolutely incensed. And as the season goes on, I thought this was Kev doing this. As the season goes on, I did not forgive Kev for this. I told other people that it was for reasons like I think he's hunting. And I did think he was hunting. But at this point, Kev absolutely got on my bad side, would never again be on my good side. And I was, I like ended up deciding not to do anything because of the conversation with Becky where she said, you got to play your own game. But I was incensed that they were voting out Becky. I was like, this is just, like, the worst-case scenario. They are evil. So I never forgave Kev for that. Even if I don't know that it was him, I never forgave Kev for what I said was him voting out Becky. Yes, I found that moment in your confessional, and uh, (laughs) there is a lot of gnashing of teeth, so to speak. Yeah, I was... And since then, this will come back with my Bring Back Becky tirade, which we'll talk about later. Yes. And so, yeah, the others go to Kigo Ceremony, as we called it this season. And that is what happened. Becky is voted out first in the season. Uh, it's a... It's not unanimous. It was 5-1-1 um, with... Heidi, Jathan, Kev, Nick, and Nivy all voting for Becky. Becky votes for Jathan, and Emily votes for Kev. But... I knew I liked Emily. I mean, I did vote for out, but like, uh, I, I don't even, I don't even think, like, what I've seen. I mean, I didn't stick around in the viewer song drafter, but from what I've seen, that that I don't think it was actually Kev leading that vote, but in my mind it was, and I swore vengeance. <laughs> No, I don't believe it was Kev. Um, I think when I talked to Heidi, I think she said that it was, there was even like a presumption that it was going to be Kev, but Becky didn't say anything as far as the vote was concerned. And then Kev was just like, well, why don't we vote out Becky? And then that kind of gained traction um, in the kind of like, well, I don't want to rock the boat, you know, kind of way. Yeah. Which is unfortunately how a lot of these votes end up going um yeah but sad very sad that becky was this the first person voted out never to be seen again okay can i talk about that now (laughs) no you can't okay i will talk about it though (laughs) yes yes uh so everybody comes back we're down to 13 people now and i guess even though you weren't actually like at tribal council somebody's gone 
you cannot talk to Becky now. And so... Don't remind me. Was there any, I don't know, kind of like realization or um, like, oh, it's real now kind of reaction or feelings? Um, I think beyond swearing vengeance on Kev. um, (laughs) And kind of like, I think I said at the time, everyone at this tribal I'm swearing vengeance on. But that didn't end up really happening. But I think like besides like the anger that they had voted out Becky, um, there wasn't much realization that it's real now. Like it was just kind of the anger without like the synthesis of the anger, the synthesis of what happened. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So next up, we had the social deduction immunity event. Uh, This was the one where you had to pick a color and based on the color you picked and the colors everyone else picked determined whether you attended Kiko ceremony, whether you were safe, whether you had any votes negated against you moving forward. Maybe you attended and were immune and a bunch of other different things. Uh, Do you remember this and making your choice and the mental gymnastics it required to land on the color you wanted to go with? Um, not really. Okay. I don't like, (laughs) I mean, did I did I go to the You attended the So I attended it? Yeah, so you ended up Oh well I don't remember what happened or how <laughs> I attended it, but I sure did. Alright, so you ended up picking green and the rule for green said that if you pick green, you attend Kigo ceremony, period. And based on the number of people who picked green, you would have some number of votes negated against you the next time they were cast. Um, if that if less than three people picked green they'd both they'd all have two votes against them negated if three or four people did it they'd have one vote negated and if five or more people did it none of the votes would be negated and uh you picked green you don't know how many other people picked green so you also don't know whether you or not you have votes negated until you see it either happen to you or happen to other people and that will kind of clue you in so you you wanted to go (laughs) i guess yeah, I guess I guess I did. <laughs> um, yes, yes. You sent a confessional out around while you were making your decision that said, obviously green is the best choice, but also obviously everyone is going to pick it. So I don't know, which is fair. There were probably too many risks associated with other ones, and I thought that this risk. I don't know. I don't know why I said obviously green was the best choice, <laughs> but um. I guess, obviously it was. I don't know why other people didn't choose it. (laughs) I mean, I guess some other people did, but yeah. Yes. Uh, So uh, ultimately, here's how it shook out. Uh, Dum Dum, safe. Uh, Kev, safe. Nivy, safe. Ryan, safe. So four people were safe this time. Uh, Emily, Jathan, yourself, and Toga all picked green, all attended. You'd all have one vote negated against you. Uh, Madison, Nick, Will... And Heidi all attended, period. That's all that happened to them. And then Hudson attended, but he was immune. So he could not be voted for, uh, was how this ended. So four safe people, nine people going to Kiko to vote somebody out. With some number. And so Kev was not there, right? What's that? Kev? Kev was not. No Kev. So that's why I didn't vote him out. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it's. Emily, Heidi, Hudson, Jathan, Madison, yourself, Nick, Toka, and Will were the nine. Yeah. Yep. 
And who'd we vote out? Uh, ultimately, Emily is voted out. I remember. Uh, I was it. Was this where I didn't want Emily to be voted out? Pro- well, it I is. I don't remember. It's where she was voted I'm out, sorry. so probably. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is the only chance that I was like, no, let's not vote out Emily. And then I guess we did anyways. I don't have a lot of memories of this tribal. I'm trying to see if there's anything in your confessional about it. Um, (laughs) And this doesn't really relate to what's happening, but you sent a confessional. uh, I think it was the same the next day. So I don't know where the... I don't know where this falls in the answer because you, yeah, this would have been the next day. The challenge ended on the 24th, started on the 23rd. You had until the 24th to submit your answer. And this is the evening of the 24th. You said, sometimes I feel like I'm playing Alliance and other people like Toka are playing 4D Chess Alliance and that's okay. Yeah, that's that's going to be consistent throughout the game. <laughs> yeah. Can you say anything else about that? Um, like, I think I just remember, like, vibing and then feeling like other people had strategy when I was just having vibes. Like, I I got some strategy that was questionable as the game went on. But at this point, I was really just playing on vibes. And I think I remember, like, Toga. I don't remember what about Toga, but I just remember other people, like, actually telling me their strategy for voting out this person and me being like, but I like them and I don't like this other person. So vibes. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, I don't see anything in your confessional about wanting to save Emily specifically. Um, I don't remember if I did or if it was that I wanted specifically to vote out Madison. Hmm. I don't remember. I feel like there was one, it might not have been Emily and Madison. There was one, tribal where i did not like the outcome one tribal that i think i attended that i really did not like the outcome of okay we will keep i'll keep an eye out for that uh so nine people voted um there were seven votes for emily one vote for jathan and one vote for heidi uh one of the jathan votes was negated one of the emily votes was negated and uh so she's ultimately eliminated six to one to zero and now you know that you have a vote against you in the future that will be negated if it should come to this. Yes. Huzzah. Uh, Emily becomes the second person voted out, and we are down to 12 people. It already feels so small. <laughs> it does, especially with Becky gone. I will fight them. Yes. Uh, so let's see. <clears throat> the very next immunity event, we paired you up. And this was the blind judge event where you were tasked with coming up with a new potential Invicta Games event. Uh, You were paired with Madison and you created a a very punny event. I had fun with this. Yeah. So is, is, is this the moment? So like at this point, did you get kind of reach a point, uh, the, uh, figure out like oh i'm gonna go is this where we see your creativity go beyond the scope of like the normal or was this still yourself kind of a little within a box i think at this point like i wanted to like 
put a lot of work into it. Not necessarily like a lot of creativity. Like, I mean, we did, but I think the thing was I wanted to put a lot of work into it, but I also wanted to be very careful and not like completely take control of the idea. So like the idea for the whole name of what we did, like the high stakes water balloon challenge, that was like totally a team effort. Like, I don't think either of us, it wasn't like Madison had an idea that she wanted to do for whatever it was. And I had an idea that I wanted to do. We like, we really worked together on the idea. My thing for this was, I'm going to put in a lot of work on this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I was really careful of not like, you know, taking over and not listening to Madison's ideas. Um, But yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. It was silly. It was goofy. We got second place, third. Uh, Yes, you were tied for third place by normal scoring metrics and won the tiebreaker to be third place officially. Yeah, so we, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with this. Um, I don't, yeah, I think my main thing was putting a lot of work into it and not being too controlling of the ideas. Trying to, like, we're actually work together for a challenge that we're supposed to work together for. So, yeah. And and that's something that I think a lot of people, a lot of players, like, run into that issue. Not even just in, in the context of challenges, but just in conversations and strategy and whatnot. To how do you get what you want done without making without like steamrolling somebody else or how do you or to even be more generic like how do you get something good done something positive done without you know you know a lot of people myself included like you think you see something there's an objective there's a goal and you generally have an immediate reaction like oh i think we could do it this way and somebody else has a different reaction of how you think how they think that you should do it and figuring out a way to either combine both of those ideas or you know use find a completely third idea that everyone is comfortable with that's that's very difficult to do that without ruffling somebody's feathers yeah uh i'm i think that um you know as strategy talks continue beyond this one moment i was probably not very good at listening to others I got pretty stubborn but I know with this creative challenge like I very remember wanting to like make this a team effort which I think we did and I would hope that Madison agrees I want to kind of read some of the uh alternative ideas the two of you had because <laughs> okay I think they're great um the first actual idea that was proposed you said was Mario Kart pasta making and from there of course from there the there was a very much very much a sense of all right whatever the challenge is there needs to be multiple dimensions to it it can't just be i'm the best at running i have to also be painting or sculpting at the same time or something ridiculous Uh, (laughs) um so let's see here Uh, uh you also mentioned um taskmaster as an inspiration for some of your ideas yes i was really into taskmaster taskmaster at the time yes uh <laughs> let's see the you posted a link to ridiculous extreme sports like underwater hockey <laughs> <laughs> um that's fun 
uh, jigsaw puzzle and dancing a jig at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Madison proposed um, a variation on like telestrations, but like each person has a completely different secondary like objective that they're doing at the same time, like cooking or playing a video game. You suggested the dra- person who's drawing could also be climbing a cliff. <laughs> I really just wanted to go for the most ridiculous option here. And I think we achieved that. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said, I think the sky is the limit. And the more ridiculous we make it, the less Ryan can make us do it. <laughs> Fair. Uh so the first time the hot air balloon entered the equation, Madison suggested hot air balloon baseball. Oh, beautiful. Which is kind of insane. Uh, hot air balloon water balloon toss was her next thing. Uh, you suggested squish mallow skiing. Oh my, I don't know how that would work. Because I don't know what I meant by that. Uh, but I do love squish mallows, so. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. Uh, we gave you like a day to do this I think you had like a 24 hour period uh, these were the last yeah. kind of ideas you had in that evening that first evening and so uh, I think we only added the thing is like we went back to the water balloon toss and then we only added the grilling in for the pun which I feel like yes. yeah yeah so in the morning Madison wakes up and said I had an idea High stakes water balloon toss. Stakes, S-T-A-K-E-S. And then you said, wait, I have a terrible idea. High stakes water balloon toss. S-T-E-A-K-S. Yes. (sighs) And that's, that was it. Now then to the hot air balloon convention in Wyoming, like, not in Wyoming. I lived in Wyoming at the time. Jesus. Having (laughs) been to the... The hot air balloon festival in New Mexico. I feel like you could like grill a steak up on that fire. So yeah. Okay. I I've never been in one, so I will trust your judgment. Yeah. <laughs> so high stakes water balloon toss. As we said, you ended up finishing third uh, for this. Uh, first place was the pairing of Nick and Ryan, who created Glow Hunters. Uh, second, yeah. second place was Jathan and Toka who created Blitzball. And then you were tied and won the tiebreaker against Precision Sky Dancing, which was Heidi and Will who created that. Um, fifth place was Kite Trials from Dum Dum and Ivy. And Bring Up the Rear was Quidditch from Hudson and Kev. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is this Kev's downfall? This is This is Kev's downfall. I didn't even have to be there, but I did blame him for Becky's vote out. So I was glad when this happened. <laughs> yes. So Dum uh, Dum, Heidi, Hudson, Kev, Nivy, and Will are all attending. And uh, unanimous 5-0 vote. Kev did not submit a vote at this uh, Kigo ceremony. Um, we haven't really talked about sub-channels and the advantages, advantages much at this point. Uh, prior to this, the only thing that had actually been found was Hudson had found a safety without power on like day one um, that he'd just been kind of holding on to. It's this cycle of the game where Toga finds an immunity blessing in the form of uh, a thing. I don't know if this was the 
It says immunity blessing. I feel like it wasn't an immunity blessing. Was it the one where she gave me immunity in the Nick, um, in the Nick, the Nick tribal? I think so. Yes, yes. Immunity blessing. Yeah. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah. So she found that, uh, which will later come into play. Um, you had a relationship with people who were hunting for advantages as a genre, <laughs> I would say. Um, I don't know. What was your kind of thought? What were your thoughts on that in general? Um, I was not good at it, but that's okay. I'm not good at everything and I'm good at some things. So like, I think at the time I was really broken up about not being good at command hunting and alliance, but, um, two years later, I, uh, have a whole life outside of command hunting and alliance with things that I'm good at. So I think at the time, like not being good at it was really challenging for me, but I just wasn't good at it. And that's, that's the, that on that. What you, you were very, uh, I think especially earlier on, um, you were very, uh, I don't know. You would, you would definitely, uh, hawk-eyed, I guess, about like seeing other people going into the sub channels and trying to identify who's hunting with who and who's, you know, looking for things and that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know what uh, did, regardless of how like accurate or not any of those assessments were. Uh, was that kind of where? Where was that kind of uh, coming from? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. I think it was coming from knowing that I'm having seen Alliance before and knowing like that people hunted with each other, that that was like a really good way of showing who had an Alliance with who. And obviously I was also not good at figuring out who was hunting together. <laughs> However, I, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, um, it was something that I was doing. I was not very good at figuring it together either. But again, since then, I had a whole life outside of that. So I think at the time, like, I thought I was right and it was really important. And in the game, it probably was really important. But I'm not as worried now about having been bad and having been wrong as I was at that time and as I was right after the game. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, and I guess since since we're on the topic of, of commands and things like that, uh, your partner, Ari, is famously one of the more successful people at this, uh, depending on who you ask, I guess. Um, did he, I don't know, give you any like tips or advice? He did not because I think he, like he probably could have beforehand, but right, yeah. Like anything, even had he said like, think more general or like given me like any kind of like advice once the game started, he would have felt that that was like cheating, and especially with him being in the command lounge, it wow. probably would have been. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't really say anything, um, and that's I think like. Even at the time, I was like, yeah, I don't want you to say anything. Like, if I find something, I want to find it on my own. Well, no, yeah. I I guess I more meant, like, prior to the season. Yeah, um, not really. I mean, maybe he could have, but 
Not really. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, so Kev, third person, voted out of the season. And uh, maybe everything's not, like, normal now. But definitely some revenge was, was had. Yes. Yes. And I'm just going to say... Actually, I can say that later. Okay. I just gave people a little bit of a, a hint to want to keep listening. <laughs> okay. And I was going to say something, and then I didn't. So I just am going to stop talking. <laughs> don't don't touch that dial. Um, so let's see. After the Kev vote, uh, another thing was found on the subchannels. This was Jathan finding uh, his sort of immunity idol. Uh, the the mechanics of this were that it was nothing until you accomplished the feat of cheating at one of the challenges. Um, I don't know if this is something you were even aware of right now that was how this worked. Vaguely. Uh, so what we had done was in each set of rules for the challenges, we put, um, there was parts of it, there were parts of it that were in fully bolded for seemingly no reason. And that those were the particular rules that Jathan would have to break to activate his idol. And he'd have to break them without another player, like, catching him doing it, essentially. Uh, so we encouraged him to break the rules, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and, of course, if he had told other people about this mechanic, then anyone could have broken those particular rules in any of the challenges, actually. So they had to be yeah. fairly... Uh, inconsequential um i forget which challenge he actually does this on but i think it was the fifth challenge not sure anyway the next one is the fourth challenge fourth immunity event which was the marathon uh this was the divvying up your energy when you were running through the marathon uh, and trying to expend more energy than as many people as you could during each leg of it Uh, of course uh, of which there were 10 total legs and you had 20 units of energy to allocate throughout the challenge um yeah this stuff is hard for me because i don't really realize like i'm not very good at reading like social like what other people i'm not good at the social like aspect of things so knowing what other people are doing um i really it doesn't compute for me that's fair uh did you i don't know do you remember having any um strategy to this or beyond that i do not have remember having any strategy (laughs) yes so let's see you definitely worked on it for a while um you sent like four or five different or you sent three different versions of the first five legs so you're definitely puzzling through it um and then uh sent another only sent one for the second half of it you finished with 35 points and it looks like we took the top five people as safe uh which would have needed a uh, which ended up being a threshold of 42 points or more uh which meant you finished second to last so not the best yeah that i not the best but that's okay (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, it is tough. It is uh, very much... It's very luck-based, unfortunately. Like, even if you have a... I mean, 
I don't know. Maybe I'll talk to to Jathan, who ended up winning this challenge, and he'll tell me how much skill he put into it. But <laughs> um, I feel like there's definitely a significant chunk of this that's just luck, right? Like you, even if you have a great strategy of I'm going to put four here, four here, zero, 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 um, you could be putting the fours in the wrong leg and and like reading these people that you have known for about I don't know ten days at this point. Uh, and only through a computer screen for the most part. I mean, what are you going to do? There's not much you can do. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunate, but you are one of the people going to the next Kiko ceremony. Uh, you'll be joined by Dum Dum, Hudson, Madison, Nick, and Will. Six of you. Um, yes. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh, I think this was the situation where I didn't want dumb. There was one situation early on where I didn't want someone to get voted out, and now that we're talking about, it, I think this is it where I didn't want dumb dumb to get voted out. Okay, okay. And I unfortunately went hard on Madison because I thought that Madison and Kev had been hunting together and found a bunch of stuff. Bad read, but it was my read. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let me see here. Um trying to like piece it all together uh, but i don't see much in your confessional you did say people are looking to make a big move here i think i'm gone and then i'm setting myself up for a very bird game here and i don't want to do that uh, i think that was with, with the voting out madison <laughs> yes yes because you then submitted a madison vote in case you didn't wake up in the morning uh do 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 uh, this highbrow of a social game is genuinely about to bite me right in the ass. I guess it didn't for Bird, but I don't want to play a game like Bird did. Sorry, Bestie, you know I love you, but like, ugh. And then... Yeah, I didn't yeah. like voting out Madison, but I think I didn't want to vote out Dum Dum. I don't really remember. I'm not... <laughs> I should stop, like, making these grand statements of like, oh, this is when that happened, because I don't remember. Yes. So, Yeah. Uh, so at some point you also received, so you received a vote blessing from Toka in the form of a baton, um, eventually, uh, you actually ask me about it before it actually is given to you. And so like, I can't confirm that it even exists <laughs> or answer any questions about it if it did. Um, but eventually, yes, you do get, um, a baton and you find inside of it an extra vote. Huzzah! Yeah. And so you put in two votes for Madison here. That yeah. was really evil of me. Wow. Yes. I'm sorry, Madison. Yes. <laughs> and you you even said at one point, "Why am I why are people so intent on keeping Madison? Why am I so intent on getting rid of her?" Yeah, I don't I couldn't <laughs> tell you why. It's because I thought that she was hunting with Kev and I anyone who I associated at all with Kev was evil which you know that was again a really bad read but it was the read that i had yes which makes sense understandable uh, so you getting that vote blessing breaks a 3-3 tie that otherwise would have happened who knows how that played out i'm gonna ask you though uh so if we didn't have this vote blessing the the line was drawn between uh dum-dum Hudson and yourself who all voted for Madison and Madison Nick and Will who all voted for Dum Dum yeah and I I really wanted to keep Dum Dum um 
I genuinely think had I not had the vote blessing, I would have stayed where I would have. I don't, I can't talk for the people. Obviously, we've been spending the last 10 minutes talking about how my reads are not (laughs) always the most accurate. But I think that Hudson might have switched. But I would not, I don't think I would have switched. Okay. I think that checks out from what I know about you. Because Um, I wanted to keep Dum Dum. And Madison and was, was working with Kev. Madison was working with Kev, yeah. and therefore she had to go. I mean, that wasn't, again, <laughs> yeah. Simple, straight, to the point. I get it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no. It would have been interesting, but Toga kind of tips the scales in your favor. And uh, instead, it's uh, Madison, who is eliminated uh in fourth fourth person eliminated yep yeah crazy pretty pretty wild uh we're down to 10 people so almost down to single digits yep yeah and uh, let's see here i'm trying to figure out so that happened in like the early afternoon of a sunday and then at some point i guess trying to think of when i did it because you had to you had to pass the baton on and i don't remember where i mentioned that i think you did that like before i came back from the ceremony that's right yes you'll need to pass it on to somebody else you have to decide by the end of the kigo ceremony correct correct um and so you chose to pass it on to hudson yeah i think i passed it on to hudson and not ryan because i was like no one can know that Ryan is my number one, even though everyone knew because I'm bad at keeping secrets. <laughs> but I did pass it to Hudson, yes. Yes. Uh, and I presume you expected that it... Yeah, I mean, maybe if I... I don't think I ever it ever would have crossed my mind that it was going to be a bad thing. Yeah. Interesting. Funny. Funny how that works. Um... Yeah. <laughs> So we'll we'll get to that. Uh, let's see. The next immunity event was synchronized writing. We paired you up once more and had each of you, each person in the pair, write a 50-word paragraph that included the words event and country. And for each four-letter, each word that was four letters or more that you used in your paragraph that was also used in your partner's paragraph, you got a point. Um, if it was, if it was like school and schools, plural, uh, it was like half a point and, uh, the two teams that had the most points would be safe. And you were paired up with Nivy, uh, which might've been a difficult thing. Uh, Nivy, I believe was the only person left, or maybe even the only person from the start of the season who, uh, was not in the United States. Uh, yeah. So, uh, perhaps a tiny English barrier there. I don't remember how. I don't think English was Nivy's first language, but I'm not sure. I don't want to say that if that's. Yeah, I think or like, yeah, not. Well, I think being outside like United States English versus like Some... England English versus like Indian English are all slightly yeah. different. But yeah. like, I don't think I remember. I remember noting it, but I also remember being like, "Well, I control what I write," so. Like, whatever she writes, like, it's not, like, it's her fault if we lose because I control what I write. Right. Yes. It's it's a very difficult thing. Like, obviously, you couldn't talk to each other. Um, 
<laughs> and and whatnot. Uh, let's see. It looks like I'm trying to see what words you overlapped together. You both used they. That was a common one. Great. Yeah. You both used Kigo. Good job. Uh, you both used yeah. different. Uh, you both used play. And I think that's it. So that would have been one, two, three, four points. Not bad. Out of 50 maximum, or I guess out of maximum 48 points. I feel like that's not bad at all. And I don't, where's the results? Yeah. So four points was good enough for fourth place. But um, it was only one point out of second place. Uh, yeah. Very close, all, all things considered. Um, Hudson, Hudson and Jathan, uh, who I would otherwise have said are two of the better challenge performers in the season's cast, combined for zero points. Good for them. Uh, you, you and Nivy had four, uh, do, 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 uh, four and a half points for third place, Ryan and Will, five points, Nick and Toga, and then kind of running away with this with eight points were, uh, was Dum Dum and Heidi who killed it. Yeah. So unfortunate, very close though. Uh, but it was going to be Hudson, Jathan, Mary, you, Nivy, Will, and Ryan attending this Kigo ceremony. And yeah. uh, so Hudson receives his baton and it is a vote block. He does not get to vote this time. Sad. Oops, sorry. <laughs> yes. The... And I was like, I won't tell anyone. And then I immediately went and told Ryan. <laughs> the baton gives an extra vote and then it takes away an extra. All is right the in the world. The baton giveth and the baton taketh away. So uh, ultimately... Uh, we're going to end up with five votes cast uh, at this Kiko ceremony from six people. And yeah, what now? What do we? I don't know. I don't. Was there anybody left who was adjacent to Kev at this point? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think I. My my Kev uh, anger had, had gone away. <laughs> um, you end up working with Ryan and Will since Hudson couldn't vote. Uh, and the three of you vote for Jathan. Yes. Do you remember the context behind that? I do not. I'm sorry. This is, again, all vibes, no knowledge. That's where the vibes were going. Um, <laughs> and that's where the vibes went. Okay. I don't know. What were your... Did you have any, like, one, one uh, like, uh, direct vibes with Jathan that just... Were there no vibes that you had with Jathan throughout the season? no vibes none like i think just at this point like there were no vibes with jason so i was like okay yes we're voting him out okay uh were you aware that jason and ivy were targeting you no i was not aware until this very moment <laughs> well that's who they voted for so oh they did oh then they was probably aware but i forgot <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um no so i guess i guess i heard that they were targeting me and i heard that J maybe i heard that jason had started targeting me but mm -hmm. i don't know okay um you pinned uh a message shortly before the kiko ceremony happened where you were trying to uh 
chronicle all the big lies you'd told during the game? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that makes sense for who who I am. Um, so you you mentioned uh, telling Hudson's advantage, or I guess disadvantage, um, about not telling. You told Hudson you wouldn't tell anyone about him losing his vote, but you had adv- had already told Toga and Ryan about it. Oh, Toga and Ryan. I'm sorry, that was rude to me. I should have only told Ryan. <laughs> Um, and the other one, let's see, the second thing, there, so there were four things on this list at this point in the game. Uh, second one was you told Ryan about Toga's advantage and that Toga gave it to you. You, third thing, you indirectly told Jathan that you would keep the names he threw a secret and then immediately told Hudson and Ryan that he'd thrown their names out. And the yeah. Last, <laughs> and the last thing All was... All those were necessarily rude of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens. Um, and the last thing at this point was I told Nick that I don't hold anything from Madison's tribal against her, but I hold the fact that she lied to me about playing this game with feelings against her. And you had us pin that message. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> that them be my feelings. Yep. So, yeah. So, so Jathan, I, I don't remember it fully either, but it, I kind of get the impression that there was, Jathan was trying to like, do things like like strategize and like make plans and stuff this vote and then you slash will slash ryan were like no we're not having any of that we're gonna vote out this troublemaker those are the kind of vibes i'm picking up that sounds about right okay jathan is a troublemaker so that's fair yeah truly (laughs) um so uh yeah three to two are the votes cast and you had one of them negated so three to one is uh, how things shake out uh, and Jathan yeah. is eliminated man for now well I mean no I mean he's gone right he, he's voted out well, of the game that's it he cannot not, win not at all <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hudson Hudson's vote block baton he had to pass that to another person after him and now knowing that it first gave away gave an extra vote and then took one took a vote away had no idea whether it would be a positive or negative thing but uh he sent it on to ryan anyway yeah yep and and what is it ryan uh that's a great question it is a it was the advantage detector um this oh yeah lets you know yeah idiotically told him to use on someone and he i told him to use it on a heidi so that was really dumb of me yes that is who he eventually does use it on, and uh, Heidi had nothing. Yeah, that was um, not <laughs> a big brain move. I'm going to be honest, not a big brain move. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, so something you said in your confessional after the Jathan vote concludes, and I think it's a few hours later, so I don't know how much time has actually been spent like talking to people since then. Um, but you said, uh, time to throw myself off a bridge, I guess. Uh, and then... The next morning, you said, and this one you sent out to the viewers, my new goal is sixth place so I can tie Ari because Ari is the best, and so I should tie him. Yes, that will do. And so I think when you kind of piece those together, and I think you've kind of touched on this already, but there's definitely this sense that you are you feel as if maybe, maybe one of these two things or maybe both of these two things, that you are either playing the game wrong slash poorly or the way or you're playing it quote unquote 
correctly and you don't like that that's how the game is played i think both i think like i hate i don't know i think i just i think just with the way that my brain works orgs and games like that are just not for me like i think the way that with my brain works like i those games are just not not good for me i think they hurt my brain um And so I think, like, at this point, I'm, like, saying I don't like how I'm playing this game. I don't like how this game's going to be played. At this point, I'm, like, enjoying the challenges and enjoying enjoying the way it's – enjoying meeting – like, talking to people like Ryan, but not – and enjoying having a place where all of production will just listen to me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not – like – and I knew going into it that it might not be for me, but I'm realizing that, like, this is not a game that meshes with the way that my brain works. Sure. But I somehow continue. Yes. Yes. Uh, you've made it to, to nine people left. Um, I totally get it. Uh, they're, you know, I <laughs> am on record as saying I will never play one of these games. And, uh, yeah, I don't think it would vibe... For me either um but uh you're you're not gonna quit so um nope although i do flirt with that as we go on <laughs> because it's not that i wanted to quit it's that i really struggle with communicating how i'm feeling communicate in like extremes like if it's good i'm like this is the best day ever. this is the best thing to ever happen <laughs> And if it's bad, it's like, I need to kill myself right now. Like, I don't know how to communicate my feelings. So I, and I'm working on it. I really am working on it. But like, right now, I really can only communicate in, well, not right now. But like, at the time, I could really only communicate, like, in extremes. Like, either everything is terrible and I'm going to die or everything is awesome. Right. No, I I understand that. Um, and I think you know this these types of games they kind of amplify those feelings as well yeah yeah it's a can be a particularly uh nasty combination that's why i will stay a viewer (laughs) fair enough even if in 10 seasons you make like a if you are a finalist you can (laughs) this is like finalists only apply to be in another season of alliance there is less than Less than a 0% chance I'd want to do that. I might have been willing to do, like, a loser's lane season, but, you know, in third place, you really can't qualify for loser's lane. Right. If you're like, we're going to have, like, an all-stars finalists-only season, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) applying. I will say no to an invite. Mm. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) All right. Final nine challenge was the clue relay. Uh, so this time we separated you into groups of three and you each had to guess words based on the clues that your other two teammates provided. Uh, so your teammates were Will and Nick and you got clues such as um, Rob, Thief, Thieve, and Larceny. And you had to try to figure out what the word being described was. If your if two if the two people providing clues both provided the same word, those would not count 
and you wouldn't see them, uh, I believe is correct. Though I don't see yeah. any instance of that having happened. Uh, or maybe you just got one less word as a clue. I think that's actually what we did. Um, from from a guessing standpoint, if you got it correctly the first time you guessed, you got three points. Uh, if you got it correctly on the second guess, you got one point. If you got it incorrectly on the second guess, you got minus one point, and you were you had the ability to abstain from guessing a second time if you didn't want to. Um, yeah. So I think you even say it's like it's like code names on a, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, so thoughts, feelings, good good vibes. Um- yeah, I, I'll be honest, I don't remember playing this game in the moment. I remember having tested something similar for maybe a season that will be coming. Or I remember having tested something similar since then, but I do not remember playing this in my own season. Okay, fair Which, enough. Which, you know, I, yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't remember. Okay, so here, here were the clues you got. Um, let's see. I don't see where I gave them to you. Okay, here we go. So you got Larceny and Rob, because Thief and Thief both canceled out. Uh, you got 79 Element or Ring, uh, which you said was gold, which is yeah. correct. And you got Costly and Rich for your third word, uh, to which you ultimately guess Expensive, which was correct. Um thief and thieve getting canceled out really bad as they led you to guess theft which was not correct um you did not guess a second time uh but the word we were going for there was steal Mm, okay yeah so you end up with six points for your team solid solid score uh will gets one point unfortunately and nick gets seven Uh, so your team ends up with 14 points the team with the most points would be safe. The other two would go to Kiko Ceremony. Uh, the A team of Ryan, Heidi, and Nivey got a total of 18 points. But it was the B team of Toga, Dum Dum, and Hudson who got a perfect score of 27 and uh, kind of blew everyone else out of the water. Yeah. Tough to beat. I mean, literally impossible to beat. Uh, I don't know what we would have done if everyone had tied <laughs> from top to bottom. Uh, so... Yeah, you're headed back to Kiko Ceremony. Yay! Yay! Uh, so you, Heidi, Nick, Nivy, Ryan, and Will will be the six attending. Um, Ryan got his advantage detector, which he uses on Heidi, and it revealed that Heidi did not have any active unused advantages on her person. Yeah! Sorry, Ryan. That was... Um, <laughs> Oop. If you ever listened to this, that was a really small-brained move me. <laughs> to try and tell you to do that. Hmm. Um, so here's a vote where it's going to end up being unanimous vote against Nick. And we hadn't seen this from you prior uh, that I remember, but you included a message on your vote voting parchment this time. Um, bold. Oh, that was fun of me. Yeah. Good job, Mary. Uh, so you you voted for Nick, and then you said, trying to get you before you can get me. Nothing but respect. Yeah, I remember her, like, she was, tar- like, she was, she was targeting me. Like, I only targeted her because she was, like, absolutely targeting me. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, 
being like hearing Nick is throwing your name out and then being like, Nick, are you throwing my name out? And her being like, yes. <laughs> or something like that happened. Like, I only targeted her because she was targeting me. But I think by that point, I had gotten pretty much everyone on my side. And then I got the immunity blessing. So it like, didn't really matter. But yeah, that was a hard vote. Because that was the first time that I knew before the tribal that I was being targeted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, uh, fortunately, it doesn't gain any traction. And yeah. Nick ultimately Sorry. doesn't even vote for you. What? Nick ultimately doesn't even vote for you. Well, she can't because I had the, didn't I have Oh, the... right, right, right. Yes, that's correct. You got the blessing. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. We didn't mo- note that in the key events. We probably should. Um, yeah, no, that uh, that goes a long way. Um, you you comment about, about a lot about this in your confessional. You said, I figured out Nick wanted to vote me, and I went to immediately throw up, and that's not healthy. It's true. Yeah. I will say that my mental health, while it's not, I can't say, like, oh, I'm so much better now than I was then. I'm, like... Like, then I was just like, this is fine. It's like, it's what everybody does when they don't, when they feel, like, bad in their head. Um, it's not what everybody does. So, like, while I'm not in a much better place mentally, like, I'm actually trying to be in a better place mentally. Where at that point in my life, like, I wasn't really trying all that hard. I was just like, this is normal for people to do when they feel rejected. It's not. No. No, not really. Um, you asked, uh, you asked about being like medevaced and then, yeah, I was, that was like, so this thing with ADHD, it's called rejection sensitive dysphoria. And it makes me feel like being like, if I get a very tiny rejection, which like Nick voting for me, wasn't a huge rejection, but that makes me feel like I'm dying. Like it makes me feel like she hates me and thinks I should die. So that's why I'm like, at that point I was like, I need to be done with this. I need to quit. This is terrible. It was not terrible. I it was it was fine. Looking back on it, that was over dramatic, and that's why I'm in lots of therapy now. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you then asked if you could campaign for people to vote you out, and I said you could. <laughs> like, there's no rule against it. And you there's said, no. uh, if being here is too much anxiety, should I let someone who wants to be here more stay? And I think. I didn't draw the connections at the time, um, but just a week and a half ago, we watched an episode of Survivor where one of the players, Sean, uh, basically did that, right? Like, he showed up to Tribal. There was a plan in place, and he's like, no, 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 no. I am. I hate it. I hate this. I hate it out here. I miss my person. I miss not being here, kind of. Um, not yeah. Not exactly the same thing, but like, kind of leading down the same path of, of solutions. And um, it kind of, like in the show, it comes out of nowhere. Like there's no preamble to it. We don't get any confessional about from him of talking about how much he misses his person or how much he hates being out there. Uh, obviously he's been through the ringer with, with the way the season had progressed to that point, but yeah, um, kind of crazy. And I think had you shown up and, <laughs> Obviously, you couldn't have asked people to vote for you because you were going to show up to Tribal Council Immune with the blessing. But (laughs) absent that, if you had shown up and kind of done the same thing, I think 
like I don't know I don't remember how much you really shared about these thoughts with the other members of the cast um, I think a handful of these types of confessionals were sent out to the viewers but not a ton certainly not representative yeah. of like how much you were actually talking about it um, I think it would have sim- been similar in like it would have kind of come out of left field for a lot of people involved um, I think and... I talked to Ryan a bit about it but not like yeah I think I I think like that's another example of me being in so like being so uncomfortable and not knowing how to communicate it so communicating it in extremes but I think I don't know I think if I would have yeah it would have come out of left field for a lot of people because at this point I was playing so hard against Nivy because or not against Nivy or Nivy um against Nick at this point that it would have been shocking for a lot of people um but yeah that was that was those were the thoughts in my head yeah absolutely uh, and then about half an hour later um, and roughly half an hour before tribal council happened, you said, okay, freak out over if they're voting me out of this game, I won't let them bitches do it silently. I will fight with the fighting pandas and the fighting pandas will fight with me. This is actually just a Becky revenge arc. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is, I didn't know until like right before that I, I didn't even know until like, I didn't know until I got to tribal right that i was immune correct um but yeah i think i probably called ari or i like talked to the like people that i was living with and like calmed down i think for me like at that point like i thought that it was necessary to go through this like really extreme reaction (laughs) to bad things before i can calm down i was like if I'm going to have to calm down, then I need to react really extremely to things. But at this point in my life, I realized that, you know, you I don't need to have an extreme reaction before I can have a calm reaction. Sure. That's just my... The, a lot of this is my, like, tirade on my own mental health. <laughs> but yeah, I think at that point in my life, like, I thought that an aggressive reaction was necessary when it really wasn't. I mean, it does kind of feel like that's how it goes in most reality shows, right? Um, Maybe not so much, not as much Survivor, though definitely to a certain degree. But like, you know, watching uh, any of the Bachelor seasons with when Meg watches them, like that seems to be every single person's go-to of first reaction is over the top. This is the worst thing. This person is dead to me. I need to kick them out of the house, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, sometimes it never even comes down from that, honestly. But uh, no, I think that's kind of emblematic of a lot of reality TV, reality games, reality shows where, like, you are emotionally, like, invested fully in what's going on around you. No. But I think I can be emotionally invested fully and not have such extreme reactions. Like, I think I can be fully emotionally invested and react in a way that doesn't make my mental health worse and or scare other people. Right. Sure. Absolutely. So, at this point, uh, then finally, before um, before we get to tribal, 
you say, if I get blindsided here, I'm going to need a lot of emotional support. I think that checks out with everything you've been saying. Yeah. Um, and then tribal starts, and your reaction to the immunity blessing was, holy fucking shit, I have no idea who did this or how I mean, or how, I mean, now I'm definitely going next round, but OMG, who did this? All caps. Yeah, I was just shocked. Like, I didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was just very surprised. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, it's almost the opposite of finding out someone is targeting you, right? Like, somebody gave you something that protects you. Somebody is supporting yeah. you. Somebody wants you, to stay, wants you to stay in the game for whatever reason. Um, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was, I was surprised. But, I mean, at that point, I kind of knew. I had a feeling that I was not going home at that point but that like just kind of solidified it obviously that solidified it but yeah i like i was at that point i wasn't super worried but i was a little bit worried right uh well ultimately um uh there was a bit of confusion <laughs> about what was happening as uh others were not fully aware of like what that meant or how that worked uh yeah <laughs> Were there... Okay, so, like, I knew that before that, Nick was planning on voting me. Yes. But were there... Who else was planning on voting me? I don't think anyone else was, but it's hard to say. I'd have to, like, actually talk to them. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter, because... Yeah. yeah. The, based on the reactions that I see in the channel, which come from Mary, Nivy, and Nick, predominantly uh nick seems to be the only person who's like disappointed or at all not supportive of what happened and then you have ryan yeah. and will and obviously ryan was on your side so yeah it seems like it was fine otherwise and yeah so five of you vote for nick nick votes for ryan and nick voted out of the game done yeah for now done uh <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 13th season, Sky Cruiser, is still casting. Come join us in the HQ during the off-season for games and trivia and other fun stuff. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never... Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu Nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out of place So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute